Welcome to The Anchor. Please join us for the next 15 minutes as people from our region share their stories of hope and overcoming life's difficulties. If I told you my story, you would hear hope. They wouldn't let go. Thank you for being with us today on The Anchor. I'm Rhonda Hardy. And today, you'll be listening to an interview with my co-host, Deb Hickey, and a young man named Ethan Cook. With finals this semester coming up, it is our desire that this program bring a message of hope and encouragement to the next generation, as well as educators, to never give up on your dreams. And if I told you my story, you would hear love that never gave up. Hello, welcome to The Anchor. My name's Deb Hickey, and today here on The Anchor, I have the privilege of talking with a young man named Ethan Cook. Ethan is a social studies teacher at Middle School Tri High in Henry County, Indiana. He's 30 years old, married, been married now for eight years, has two children. In fact, he just had a little girl about one month ago. Welcome, Ethan. Thank you for uh, letting me be here today. It's nice to talk to you. Well, we're blessed to have you, Ethan. Ethan's here today because he wants to encourage us on standing and keep on going on, persevering through life's trials. Ethan is going to talk to us about the journey he has taken in becoming a teacher. Tell us, Ethan, a little bit about your background and education and what's led you up to this point. Well, Deb, I um, I've went to a lot of schools before uh, graduating. I ended up graduating from Eastern Hancock in 2004. Um, I've worked a lot of jobs. I worked um, in a couple factories. I did landscaping for five years and I've done um, manual labor mostly. After I graduated in 04, I took a semester off and I went to Vincennes University and I went there for three semesters and after meeting my wife, I transferred to IU East and moved back home. So what did you go to college for? Uh, I went to college to become a teacher. Um, I always liked history and I didn't really know if I wanted to teach history or teach econ at first, um, economics, but I decided uh, very shortly that I would want to be a history teacher. Now, you mentioned that after you graduated in 04, that you've had several jobs. So tell me, so you did you continue your college education right uh, from high school all the way through four years, or how did that all work? Well, that was a uh, very interesting time in my life Uh, I met my wife like I said and we were both going to college at that time we were taking um, one or two classes every semester and we were both working full-time trying to start our family so after about two years of this um, not getting very far um, we have decided to um, change something so I decided to um, stop going to school and let her finish her nursing program where she became um, a registered nurse 
And uh, when she was finished, she got a job, and I started to continue schooling. Um, it was a very long journey, but um, we figured that something would have to change for one of us to get done. And when I continued on, um, it was our goal that I would uh, complete my degree also. That's That takes a lot of perseverance. Here you're uh, newlyweds. Um, but you know that it's going to take further education to reach the goals you believe God wants you to have. And you say that you've always wanted to be a teacher. I really believe, Ethan, that God makes teachers. The university doesn't. Well, now you've completed your four years of college, but before you can get your teacher's license, there's a test you have to take. The Pearson View Middle School test in order to be licensed. Tell us a little bit about that journey of getting to passing this test. Well, this, uh, this test that I had to take was a, a huge obstacle in, in my life and in my career. I finished my four-year program and I graduated, which in itself was a huge goal of mine to do. Um, then when I interviewed for a job, I had this test scheduled for the next week and I've passed several of these tests before so I, w I wasn't really um, that worried about that um, however once I took it the first time and I realized um, I did not pass um, I, I went to my principal and my superintendent and kind of talked to them what was going on and they were very understanding of the situation um, and they just told me you know what, we'll, we'll figure something out and go ahead and just keep studying. We're behind you 100%. And it really um, showed me how much they had faith in me and um, really made me feel good about the position God put me in. So um, I continued to take this test every 30 days. It was quite a little bit of money. So every 30 days I would buy this test, I would study, I would take it, and right off the bat, it would tell us if we would, uh, if I had passed or failed. I continued to fail this test as I was teaching my first year in school. Um, so this happened for several months. Uh, I was I was getting to be pretty worried about my situation. We found out that my wife was pregnant, so not only was um, I in a new place, but um, we needed to get this right and this passed. Or the school had the ability to find somebody else so I was a little worried there's a little pressure on you wasn't there Ethan um, you know as I listen to this how many times totally did you take this test and while you were you know you're here you are teaching have another baby on the way um, you are studying for this test what God given given you favor with your school, obviously, because they didn't have to hold on to you like they were. And that is awesome of the Lord. But as you were preparing for this test, finally, you passed it. How many times did you take the test before you passed? And what do you think was that tipping point that finally got you to pass that test? Well, the test that um, I, I took first, it was the um, historical perspectives which means that when you would pass that you were certified to teach K through 12 um, so 
that was that was the main goal. That's what the university suggested that we all do. However, the position that I was offered at the school was seventh and eighth grade middle school social studies. So we f- found out that Pearson actually has that specific test. So I took the historical perspectives three times, um, failing every time, and then I took the middle school social studies five times and they were just north of a hundred dollars a piece so after i'd already completed everything that the university wanted me to do i got my diploma i still had to take these tests um afterwards and it was a very stressful time in my life because i didn't know at any point if my principal or superintendent was going to come into my classroom and kind of tell me that they found a different way to go. Um, they found a more qualified teacher or somebody that had their license already. Um, however, like I said, I they had they had faith in me and the faith that I could do the job, and I was just very blessed with that. Um, the tipping point where I knew things were starting to roll in the right direction. Um, was that I I started talking about this more and more to people. I started letting more people know about this. Um, and I started having more and more people pray for me. Because what in, in my earthly body, I thought that I could just study harder, study more, and I could figure this out on my own. It was not until I let more and more people know this, let them pray for me, let my whole church know the struggle that I was going through and my whole church to pray for me um, is when I started feeling a little bit better about this. And it was not but four or five weeks later after having the whole church pray that I actually passed the test. Wow. That was a time that you humbled yourself, it sounds like. And, you know, letting your church pray for you, stand with you, bringing the body of Christ in, and you, you know, letting them in, trusting them that they weren't going to ridicule you, they weren't going to look at you badly, but that, like all of us, we need help sometimes. And the Lord uses people to help us so often. Now you've passed your test, praise God. Now, what are you doing with this journey that you've been on, your perseverance, how are you using this or to help other students, your students, when they are facing tests? That's a great question. And as a teacher, you you have to give tests. You have to provide assessments. For, for yourself and for your school, you have to know if the students are comprehending the content. It's just you have to do that. Um, however, I was able to, after this experience, tell my students a, a little bit about this and how I feel about testing and how I feel about testing them. And I was able to give them hints and little stress relievers on their way to taking tests and just to let them know that um, to just relax when they take it think about all the things that we talked about in class, the study guides, the games, um, all the things that I need to do as a teacher to help them comprehend and, and retrieve this information, but to keep them relaxed while they're doing it. So I would like to think that I would I help them out in their 
test-taking strategies. And that's a big one because fear, I know I was not a good test taker and fear would overcome me when I had to take a test. So I, I wish I would have had a teacher in high school or junior high that would have been able to relate to me and help me when I had to face tests. As we finish up today with you, Ethan, um, is there any last thoughts that you would like to leave our listeners with today to help give them hope in persevering and trusting the Lord? Well, one thing I would like to say to people, if, if you're really struggling with something internally and you might feel embarrassed, you might feel stressed out about this, you might feel like it's the hardest thing that you're going through. I would I would urge you to talk about it, to seek the Lord, to ask people for help. Because what I found was I wasn't telling people that I was failing these tests. I was just telling them to pray for me and with me to let God re- release this information onto the, the test. And I, fa- I found that when you ask for help and ask for prayer, th- things are lifted off of your shoulder. So, so seek help, s- seek guidance, and seek the Lord. That's awesome, Ethan. I thank you so much for being with us here today on The Anchor. And I know your words of encouragement will help many people as they have tests in life, whether it's a test in a classroom or if it's just any storm or any test we have to go through. Perseverance, asking the Lord for help, asking people to pray for you. We are the body of Christ. We need one another. Well, this is Deb here at The Anchor, and I thank you for joining us today. God bless. If you would this like to know more story. about resources mentioned in this interview, possible this ministry opportunities, or to tell your own story on the Anchor, Praising email us at anchoredintherock at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. Long.